Hello, everybody. Welcome to another fantastic episode of this Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Here, we are business creators. We're entrepreneurs, small business owners, local business owners. We're marketing and business coaches, consultants, and mentors. We're the folks who help others create and grow their businesses. On the other side, we have the do-it-yourselfers who'd like to have your own hands on the levers as you market. If you are one or more of the above, and in fact, many of the listeners who tune in every single week are all for take a moment, or episodes, and discover how we help you win. It's business marketing www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. You're also going to want to check out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated. Helps us help more business creators just like you. And when you subscribe, fresh content will be added every week. Over 180 episodes are currently available for your immediate perusal. Today, today's episode is one I've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, this is a guest that we have wanted to have on the Business Creators Radio Show, and when we were able to book him, I was, uh, there's a hole in the ceiling from how high I jumped with excitement when we got this job on. Uh, he's going to share with us something that's very near and dear to me, which we'll talk about a little bit more as we go through, which is how to build a seven-figure coaching and consulting business selling to fewer people. Did you hear that? How to build a seven-figure consulting business selling to fewer people. To help us with that, we have coming on board with us today Dan Locke, also known as the king of high-ticket sales. And for those of you who know Dan and those of you who are just now getting to know Dan, Dan Locke is one of the highest-paid and most in-demand consultants in the and high-ticket space. I told you this is somebody we've wanted on the show for a long time. Dan is the creator of High-Ticket Millions Methodology, the world's most advanced system for getting high-end clients and commanding fees with no resistance. He works exclusively with business coaches, consultants, executive coaches, and other service who want sustainable leveraged lifestyle and business through high-ticket programs and equity income. Dan Locke is one of the extremely rare keynote speakers and business consultants that actually owns a portfolio of profitable business ventures. Not only is he a two-time TEDx opening speaker, he's also an international best-selling author of over 12 books and is the host of the Shoulders of Titans show. Dan, welcome aboard. Hey, Adam. I'm so excited. I can't wait to share some, maybe some, some of my hot-learned lessons with your listeners. Oh, yes. And, uh, and, our, and our listeners also know that not only am I the host of the Creators Radio Show, I'm in the audience with you. I have my notepad out. I have two pens beside me because I'm taking those <laughs> looking at it in my business. And here's, a little t- and here's a little tip for everybody listening. You know how they say, you know, get a pad and paper and be ready to take notes? I say get a pad, no, not a pad, but a pad pen. Get a pad and two pens because the ink on one pen will always just when you're having a major aha moment, and then you have to run to get another one while you're trying to listen and follow along and not lose your plate. So have a pad of paper, two pens. 
over now before we dive in, this is what I like to do with everybody who appears on the show, is we re- all read off our actual biography, and they're all very impressive, and especially Dan's here. But we'll really just get a little bit deeper for those of our listeners who are just getting to know Dan right now. Uh, Dan, about you know, your personal journey brought you to the intersection of your business and your passion where you serve business creators now. Mm. Well, I, I, was, I was born in Hong Kong and I immigrated to Canada uh, years ago when I was 14 years old with no money, no connections, and not a word of the English language on my lips. Uh, and right. by the age of 16, my mom and dad got divorced, and I'm the only child uh, in my family. And unfortunately, when I, after a year later, 17 years old, uh, my dad's company went bankrupt in Hong Kong. So my dad lost everything. And from that point on, I got into business because I, I wanted to support my family, my mom, kind of had to stop being a boy and had to grow up and be a man and, and take care of the family, and that's my motivation. So I started my first business uh, as an entrepreneur when I was in high school, and in my entire life, I've only worked for uh, one, like one, one company, a supermarket, uh, for one year. My whole life, I've always been working for myself as an entrepreneur. And, of course, at first you started your business, didn't know what I was doing, and I was just had all these crazy ideas. I thought that would maybe make some money, <laughs> right? And, and my first business was oh, yeah. mowing lawns for people in my neighborhood with a couple of my buddies, and, and I, I tried to fix some computers for people. <laughs> and I try to try mending machines, <laughs> like bubble gum, like all kinds yeah. of crazy ideas. Uh, and, and none of them worked very well, obviously. And I basically uh, started and failed at 13 businesses. 13, Adam, 13 businesses fail right. uh, be- before having my first success. So and I lost all my mom's money. I lost all her savings. Uh, we maxed out our credit cards. And I was at, at this one point in my life, I was very lost. I didn't know what I, how I could get out of that, that, that place. And I, just like most people, I was reading all the books. I mean, I read How to Win, Flan, win, win Friends and Influence People. I read Think and Grow Rich 10 times. Right. The problem is just, there's a lot of thinking, just not enough riching. <laughs> so, <Is> that <laughs> so that didn't work. And I, and I went to a lot of the personal development seminars and, and tried to improve myself. And, and they, they, they help to a degree, but I didn't get the breakthrough that I was looking for until I found my first mentor. His name is Alan. So Alan is my, was my first mentor, and at the time, Alan runs a very successful uh, financial seminar company in Canada. So I worked for him for next to nothing, basically volunteered for one year. But that year was an extremely important year of my life. I always refer that year as the million-dollar year of my life because that year I got a million dollars worth of education from Alan. And he taught me sales. He taught me marketing. He taught me communication. Uh, how, how do you uh, – time management, all these business skills. And from there, after I kind of graduated from that, and I started my own one-man advertising agency. 
I was writing sales copy for, for clients and doing consultations. So I've been doing consultations. Now I'm 35. I've been doing that for like 13 years now. I can't believe I said that, yeah. 13 years. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and in my early 20s, I probably was 22, 23 years old. And I was making about 10000 a month uh, back then, uh, writing copy and, and writing, uh, doing consultation. Now, it may may not be a lot of money for some people, but to me, that back then, that was like a lot of money. Uh, I was able to provide for my mom, paid off some of the debt, put some money aside, and and fast forward today. I mean, now I've I've worked with and and, and coached so many like thought leaders and consultants and coaches. I mean, been doing that for a long time. And, and my business model has always been about like high ticket sales, and that's working with you know fewer clients. Even when I was doing copywriting, I was not working with 10, 20 clients a month. I was working with maybe one or two clients per month. Uh, and that's been my model my whole life. What I noticed is when I started working with other consultants that this concept seems so foreign to most people. <laughs> when I explain yeah. what I do and, oh, no, anybody. And, and, and they, they don't have the business model. They don't quite get the high-ticket concept. But the one to the ones who are experienced like yourself, they would they would appreciate just the the effectiveness of the high ticket model. Yeah, and I can tell you it's very attractive to me because and I've mentioned this on previous episodes of the Business Creators Radio Show. Uh, the way my business, the Business Creators Institute, is structured is I have a very small group of clients that I could hands on with. Uh, we're talking some pretty high fees. It's executive level, and uh, I've been having this handful of clients there in a variety of different industries it makes it even more exciting because I get to have parts of the universe, uh, just depending on the time of day it is. But I don't really want to build lots of little mini-atoms or little robot atoms that can replicate what I do, because the nature, thing I, the nature of the way I do the copywriting and things like that for this small group of clients, this is something I can replicate or source the first draft to. It's from within me. And yes. Sunday, and I've been there that, uh, use the t-shirt as a rag on the, well, build a firm and then uh, get a bunch of outsourcers to do all the actual work and just manage it. That's me either. For the one many component of my business, we're going to be doing some courses that people can register for. And I, I might do a group master in uh, later 2017, beginning of 2018. It just depends on how some things line up. But as far as the uh, one-to-many aspect or the leverage aspect, looking to build big teams to support me. I, I look at my model, people like, for instance, uh, you know, one of my mentors and mentors, Armin Morin, who I've been yeah. with in the AM2 program for at least, oh, goodness, eight years now, I think it is. And what wow. I love about Armin's model is he only has a team of about five and they do there in the digits every single year. And they serve hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I can't remember what it is, but I mean, lots and lots of people uh, all over the world with the AM2 program. Some of them have been there 10 or 15 years. And they do it with a tiny little group of people. And they change so many lives. That's the model that I like. And in order to build a model something like that, I'm very excited about the idea of building a seven-figure coaching consulting business, sell it to fewer people. So what yeah. we need now, I think, is just 
just want to dive right in. So we're going to actually skip slightly ahead here. And, you know, we're talking about building seven years with fewer people. But we have this huge problem in the industry. Why, Dan, do so many coaches and consultants undercharge I, I for their services? I think a lot of the coaches and consultants, most of us, I mean, think, I mean, Adam, there are many ways to make money. But I truly believe anyone who's in a consulting and coaching business, deep down, we all want to help somebody else. We want to help other people. Yeah. That's kind of how we got into the business in the first place, right? And we like that yeah. interaction in people. We like to see the transformation. We want to see people do better, okay? That's yeah. how we got into the business. And, and, and coaches, consultants, good people, they're nice people. And the average, as you know, the average coaches and consultants make less than 20K a year. $20,000 a year. That's and, and only works like with clients part-time. Now, they're working part-time not because they don't want to help people, because they cannot make a full-time living doing it, right? They, they might have, right. sometimes they might have a good month. Uh, this month's pretty good, and then, but next month is the kind of income roller coaster, right? So then next month is yes. not so good. Oh, my yes. God. Should I even be doing this? Am I good with this? Can I make a living doing it? And then the other month, okay, it's good. I should do this again. There's like ups and downs and ups and downs, right? Um, and I noticed that's, that's the problem. They, I think a lot of coaches, consultants, they have a negative association with promoting themselves. I think that's the first issue. Right. That they have a negative association with sales. That they're not comfortable Asking, forget asking for big money. They're not even comfortable asking for money, right? They, they embarrassed, right? They embarrassed to promote themselves. They have value, but they're like, well, yeah, you know, maybe I'll do a lot of like, you know, some some free co coaching sessions. I hated that, by the way. It's it's one of the things that's I think being being taught uh, in the coaching industry. Oh, you, you got to do a lot of free sessions. Then you do enough of that, and hopefully you charge, you know, a little bit, and you charge, you know, uh, fifty bucks an hour, and then a hundred bucks an hour. Well, I mean, it's going to take you forever. Forget seven figure. It's that's going to take you gracious. forever to get the six figure. Right? <laughs> so I think that's a big issue. They they are. I don't know why, but somehow they they think that. Well, but you know, if I'm so good, I'm such a good coach, and and. and I don't want to promote myself. I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't, I don't, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very humble. I actually think that's actually a very egotistical answer. Because you think that's about it. Right here. Please, ex please explain that. Because that's ironic. It's egotistical to be humble. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, because you say, well, I, I'm humble. I don't want to, I don't want to tell people how good I am. And, and, and I don't want to kind of try to push my own services on people and, what you're saying is, I am so good, I don't have to promote myself. I am so good, I shouldn't have to lower myself to do this marketing stuff, to do this podcast right. stuff. I'm so good, I shouldn't have to lower myself to promote myself. That's for the lesser people, not like the God like me. They should be happy. They should beat a path to my door, if you think about it. In in most cases, they're so right. good, they're broke. That's, that's a I'm very talking. interesting perspective. And uh, something that's never occurred to me until today, they're so good, they're broke. And you know what I have? You mentioned it. There are folks out there who, um, uh, this is actually not clients, but I've seen this 
uh, I hate to see a couple previous clients and just some people I've run into who have not become is just that sort of same mindset is, well, I'm a, I'm a legend and everybody knows who I am, so uh, I shouldn't have to market at all. They should appreciate the value. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah. I, now they're looking at it through, uh, I think this might be part of what's going on, it is true that they are legendary in segment or certain niche, and in some cases because of something that happened 10 years ago. Well, the, that was 10 years ago. The industry has evolved and the competition has evolved. Uh, so all the lessons of why you need to market yourself and why you need to promote yourself remain just as true whether you're a legend or whether you're an up-and-comer. Yes, and there's no relationship absolutely no relationship between good at what you do and getting paid. There's a huge relationship between being good at what you do, being able to promote and sell, and getting paid. And it's unfortunate because, right? And it's unfortunate because coaches and consultants, when I meet with them, I, I tell them, think about this. There are so many people out there. You have your gift. You have your talent. You have your expertise. There's so many people out there, they need you. There's a lot of lives out there that they need. They, they won't, their lives won't be transformed if they have not met you. The problem is they don't know that you exist. They don't know that you could help them because you, you, you just hide in your own little shell and you don't want to get it out there. And that's very sad. That's very, very sad. So don't, don't let that stop yeah. you. Don't let, don't do not let that stop you. Not at all. Right. And I always say, and you know, when, as coaching consultant, when do you want to do marketing? I love it. It's when you don't need clients. I'll say that again. When is the best time to do marketing? It's when you don't need clients. I am busier than ever, and yet I'm doing more marketing than ever. I, I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have, I have my wow. mastermind group. I have my headlock, high-level clients. Most people would be just, hey, you know what? Let me just focus on this. No, look, I'm. I'm on a show. I'm doing a show with Adam. Just three hours ago, I was doing out an out interview show. I'm sorry, Dan. I have to end this interview now. I have to go market some more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, seriously. It's, it's seriously. Like, makes right. It's the same thing. Finance. Best yeah. time to ask for a loan is when you're flush with cash. That's it. Not like, oh, I'm struggling. I can't pay, make the, make, make, you know, pay my rent, and, and now I need to get some clients. Here's the problem. When you are coming from that place, you're desperate, you're needy. And please write this down if you're writing stuff down. Needy is creepy. No yeah, clients. No clients want to. Do you want to work with someone who's desperate? Do you want to work with someone no. that's needy? No. They want to work with a professional. They want to work with someone who's calm. They want to work with someone that's not like, ooh, that, 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 like in this frantic energy. They don't like that. Nobody likes that. They want, work, they want to work with someone that's in demand, that is successful at what they do. It's human nature. So when you don't need clients, that's when you do more marketing because law, supply, and demand. You want to use that to your advantage. When you're so busy, you drive up more demand. When you drive for more demand, what could you do? You increase your prices. And you keep doing that. You keep doing that. And as you increase your prices, guess what happens? You attract higher quality, more committed clients. 
Oh, good gracious. I'm going to, if you'll let me interject a brief story here. Yes. Uh, when I made the were broke to the, the uh, excellent clients, I had experience, and I love to tell this story. Yes. Uh, this was a um, this was uh, somebody who uh, teaches lawyer marketing. Um, he's an attorney himself, and he teaches other attorneys in a specific niche how to market and grow their practices. And uh, we uh, came on board worked with him for about a year, um, uh, you know, for about a year until we changed our business when we just, uh, you know, we just moved on to a different opportunity. But, you know, he's a great guy. I, I love the guy. And it was our third project working with him. The first two projects went great, and he asked for a third project, you know, wrote up the proposal and everything else back when I was doing proposals. That's back in the day. And uh, I sent out the proposal on a Tuesday afternoon expecting that, uh, you know, here's next day with maybe one or two questions. You know what I got instead, Dan? You want, to, you want to know what he wrote back to me? Please. I'll tell you what he wrote back. He said, I hope that we haven't wasted an entire day with you just sitting around waiting on a quote okay from me. What I have is money. What I don't have is time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to be waiting. I don't have time for this jerking around. Uh, know well that you can do what I'm asking. I know you'll do it well. Charge my card and tell me when it's done. Now, some people may hear that and they say, well, he was mean. Uh, we can't allow that kind of poisonous toxic energy in. Uh, we, have to, we have to retreat to safe space and, 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 and scare away the big boogeyman. I knew yeah. exactly what to do. I wrote, I wrote back. I said, um, uh, we'll call him Fred. That's not actually his name. We'll call him Fred. I said, I am so happy. In the very short time we worked, such a huge level of mutual trust and respect, we can just move forward like this. Uh, be advised that I've charged uh, $3,700 to your Amex. You'll see the first week from Friday. And oh. I, you know, very, very iconic, very flat. Um, uh, not that if you would, you would ever think of even smiling any time, really. I mean, one of those very flat type types. And uh, I got an email back from two two minutes later, and it said, "I knew you'd understand me perfectly. Nice going, Grasshopper, with a smiley face." Awesome, awesome. That, that was an insight to the mind, the after buyer. If yeah. they're calling you in the first place, they've already done their research. They know you can do the job. It's simply your job to deliver. Maybe throw in a little bit more and make them very happy, because yeah. that's and as my, as my mentor, Jim Palmer, likes to say, the dream business coach, he likes to say that they're the type who know how to know this possible to high speed, which means you pay premium in exchange for faster mission service. Now, think about, think about that for a second. Um, you are selling to fewer people but charging a higher rate. Can you deliver better service to the people that you're uh, serving? Absolutely. And if you think yeah. realistically, people think I'll give you a perfect example. Perfect example. Because I used to have a lot of these like courses online, and and people can buy, and it's one thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, and you, and, and you were marketing these courses. And Adam, I mean, as you know, people buy these courses, and and that's not people who buy it. First of all, everybody knows who's in the industry. Most people never even study the materials. They, they never open the package, right. okay? 
And the ones who actually open a package, very few people ever implement. And for those who implement, very few people follow through. Why is that? Skin in the game. When someone spends $1,000, $2,000, for most people, okay, it's a decent amount of money, but it's not a very serious amount of money. It's like, yeah, I try this thing, and it works, it doesn't work, and, and they buy the next thing, and they buy the next thing. So they're not very committed to their own success, if you think about it. Now, from our right. point of view, someone buys a $1,000 course from us. Yes, we give them the download, we give them the videos, and here's some PDF, and, and help yourself. Chances are, we don't know who they are. We, it, they're like a digit in, in a database, right? You get a credit card, you have a name. You, even though if they, let's say, they want to reach out to us and say, hey, Adam, I want some more help from you. It's not much we could do for you because of the investments that you made. I want to help you, but my time is worth so much money, I, I can't. You see the problem? Versus, yeah. they invest in a serious amount. Whatever the amount is. Let's say instead of $1,000 course, how about a $10,000 program? Their commitment level is different. Your commitment, your commitment level is yes. different. They are all in and you go all in. Now, think about the results that you create. They're not dabbling. They are going, let's you know what? It's 10K. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this thing work, right? I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find yeah. the value. I'm gonna create the freaking value, right? Somewhere here. That's a very different mentality, and that changes the relationship. Yeah, that, yeah, like like told you about. I mean, uh, you know, some owners may be saying, "Wow, to get thirty seven hundred dollars on a project, how much how much uh, persuasion skill do I have to use to get to part with thirty seven hundred dollars?" And meanwhile, yeah. we had a guy who was actually upset that I took an extra day to charge his card. Yes, isn't that interesting? Was bothered. Who was actually bothered? That I that I waited to check with him to make sure it was okay before taking thirty seven hundred dollars for a project he had requested. Yeah, and there are two good points I want to share with you. N number one, think, let's talk business for a second. Let's talk numbers for a second. Let's say if yeah. you want to get to let's say a hundred thousand dollars a year, just for example, like that's right. easy numbers, right? Hundred k, and and you're starting out, and if you're selling a fifty dollar ebook. It's something like how many damn freaking ebooks you got to sell to get to 100k. Just think about it. Versus well, I'm, not gonna think about, I'm not going to think about it, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to do math. 2,000 2, ebooks you got to sell. That's a lot of ebooks, man, right? <laughs> yeah. Are there 2,000 people in your niche that you're reaching right now? If yeah. you have a 2,000 mail, you got to have a 100% conversion. And in an industry <laughs> where 5% conversion is a be aspired to what the heck man yeah and so versus let's say you sell a ten thousand dollar offer well how many of those do you need to sell one one ten. a month right one a month yeah. for ten yeah. months take, yeah. take the take the two months off right summer and, and december yeah. you you hit your 100k that's what i'm talking about that's what I'm, that's how you have simplicity that's why it's not about more clients it's not about more revenue it's not a, it's less less is more that's first point second point i want to share with you very very important point do you know why most coaches and like coaches and consultants they struggle to sell to they okay put it this way this is one of the most important thing i could share most of them they struggle they don't know how to sell to what i call players with money 
PWM. Right. They don't know how to sell the place with money. Just like your example, your story is perfect. That's a high achiever. That's a type A personality, impatient. They don't know how to sell to affluent clients. Adam, do you know why? Please tell me. I, that's why you're here. Because they are not one themselves. And they have low self-esteem. Ah. So what happens, you look at all the coaches out there, what everyone is trying to do, they're trying to turn losers into winners. Adam, I'm not in the business of turning losers into winners. I'm in the business of helping winners win more. Okay. I'm not trying to turn someone, try to help someone who's like struggling or I don't want desperate money. I'm struggling. I'm a startup. I don't work with startups. I'm you helping what? people. You know what? Who... I, you're right. <laughs> right? You're, I, I, I know. You and I are so much the same. Um, I usually turn down startups for some of the, some of the very reasons because uh, I just don't see myself as being equipped to help startups. We have one startup client right now. But let me tell you, they are the option because they're the action takers. They're the ones that take the steps, and they're moving from startup to established business. They're still in startup mode, and they already have others in their industry cited as a best example. I'll work yeah. with that type of startup, but yes. 99% of them, no. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to turn someone who's like, like – let's say, for example, if someone is making no money or 10K a year as a coach – for me to take that person to get a six figure, that is hard. Okay? It's yeah, not it that it's it's not hard for me, it's hard for them. Here's why. Because I know that person, not the technique, not my methodology. There's a lot of stuff going on mentally with that person. Limiting belief, problem, uh, maybe negative associations with money, whatever that's going on. There's a lot of stuff that's holding that person back. In order for me to help yeah. that person break through that, it's hard. Versus, let's say you and I, if you're a six figure, Someone who's making six figure, that tells me a lot about that person. He does good work. He has a track record. He has a lot of foundational skills already, right? To take that six right. figure to seven figure, it's much, much easier because you are already a winner in the first place because your success, the six figure, already demonstrates you are a winner. Otherwise, you wouldn't get the six figure in the first place, right? Because less than 6% of the population makes 100, over $120,000 a year, 6%. Less than, less than 1% of the population makes over $325,000 a year, 1%. So anyone right. that's in that income bracket, I know they are the top, the top achievers in this field. And they're like they're 80% there, and I just go in and help them, give them that 20%. And it's like people say, oh, Dan, you're like, that's you, the, the, the Midas touch. Like, it's not about, like, I, I some magic about me. My magic, I'll tell you the big secret, is client selection. I don't bet on a losing yeah. horse. I bet on a winning horse. Hey, you know what? This is a winning horse. This, this is going to win. It's just a question of when. So the only difference, every single one of my, my clients, the only difference, I tell them point blank when, they, when we talk in, in, in the beginning of a relationship, with or without Dan, you're going to be successful. The only difference is with, without me, maybe it will take you four years, five years, eight years. With me, it's going to take you one year. That, that's really the difference. You're buying time. You're yeah. buying speed, right? It's not because I am so great and I, I have my magic power. It's not that. It's you already got 90% of the pieces. I just give you the 10%. That's my model.
Yeah, and you know I've heard it said before that uh, that the most difficult million dollars you ever make is your first million. Once you cross that, it gets a lot easier. Much, much, much easier. So I'm saying, why fight at the bottom with everybody else? And and here's the thing, because they the low self-esteem, the lack of self-esteem, they're not comfortable working with people who are not struggling, because they they project is a big part. They project their own struggles to their onto their clients. So, wow, this is an eye. So I have no money as a coach. I work with people who's got no money. I work with the people who are struggling. They can't afford to pay me because they're struggling. So let me charge less. Let me give them a discount. Let me let me give them fifty percent off. And you wonder why they don't get results and why you are frustrated and you struggle because of that. Whoa. Why 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 would you build a business? serving and building try to sell to people who's got no money tell me make wow, sell to people who's got sell thing. to people who's got money then give to the poor don't but don't just don't try to build a business around that that's what i'm saying i never i never thought of that and here's something else that comes up when i think projecting and i think that i was uh i've been guilty of this some points in my business development uh when i was with different types of clients as I was you know, working my way along here is uh, when I was in a place where I wasn't making much money, I was first starting out before I began to have experiences with affluent clients and recognize that they're much easier and more fun clients to work with is that uh, you will end up assuming that because it would be a big deal for you to afford a software or you to do a certain thing with your videos that you're not going to recommend that they do because it would cost them a little bit of money. Meanwhile, the thing that you really would struggle with is nothing to them. It's like, oh, you want to get Infusionsoft? Get Infusionsoft. Yeah. Uh, whereas, uh, I mean, I, I'm just using it as an example because, you know, when you hear the word Infusionsoft, there's usually a pretty big price tag that comes with that. So, But there are many other examples. I just wanted to yes. pick something that a lot of our audience would you know, understand immediately. But yes. when you yourself are not in a place to make those investments in your business, you end up assuming that your own clients invest in those things, like softwares or to bring on an extra set of hands to help with the launch or something like that, or to do ad spends or something along those yeah, and it's like I don't like every single one of my like I've only got twelve, right? I've got twelve one-on-one clients. Every single yeah. one of them, as 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 quote unquote successful as I am, every single one of those one-on-one one-on-one clients that I have, every single one of them makes more money, are much wealthier than I am. Much wealthier yeah. than I am, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be, because you are helping them. They are paying me for a specific reason to help them to solve a specific problem. So you want them to be more successful than you. That's how they could pay you the fees that you want. Hello, right? You think yeah. about it. You don't, you don't want them to be, you know, uh, why would you want them to be, have less money? It, it makes no sense. It, it just makes no sense. But again, because I'm secure, I'm comfortable in my own skin, that I don't, I'm not insecure, oh, I, I can't work with them, or why would they hire me, or am I too young, am I too old, I don't have enough experience, all this BS, right, it's not true, it is not yeah. true, I mean, think Adam, even now, okay, even now, there are people who say I'm too young for this, 
Imagine when I was in my 20, 23 years old, I'm, I was consulting with people, right? Yeah, well, well, you know, Dan, you know, Dan I'll tell you, you know, I've, been, I've been bobbing off and on my radar screen for about 10 years now. And, yes. uh, and when we make the connection a few weeks ago to get you booked on the Business Leaders Radio Show, it was all <laughs> like a dream come true to me. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, yeah, you've been, you've been out there for a long time. You're not a newbie by any means. And you mentioned you've been in business about 13 years i'm yes. in my fourth year a bit so it's yeah so it's like real time very similar exactly it's like now, now i'm too young so i'm 35 then guess what when i'm 40 45 people would say you are too old too old then my question is when is a good time what is a um, good age there there's there two there's two to answer that uh <laughs> and completely bad one is it's never going to be the right time. You're never going to be the right age. And another way of looking at it is right now you're the right age. And they That's both it. come out to the same thing. That's it. That's what I'm saying. It's all limiting belief. It's all this mental, you know, emotional baggage. It's mental barrier, mental bullshit. It's not true. It is not true. And that's, in the meantime, people are thinking, I'm too old, I'm too young, I don't have enough experience, or this and that. While they're doing that, I'm just building my own thing. I'm serving people. I'm helping people. Go ahead. Let that delay you. I don't have time for that. I just keep on moving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I like to give examples when we talk about somebody who's too old or too young. I mean, let's look, for instance, at Mark Zuckerberg, a very young man, and look what he's accomplished in his year. I mean, he's younger yeah. than both of us. Yes. And, and as a counterexample, as a counterexample, I give you Winston Churchill, whose moment mm -hmm. did not arrive until he was 65 years old. Yeah. And up until that point, his career could be charitably described as having some ups and downs. But yeah. moments where his passion and his brilliance intersect to give him the opportunity to make contribution to history did not arrive until the point where most people were higher. Uh, a lot of people are saying, even in his own day, come on, this guy is like six five or a million years. How the hell is he going to defend our country? We're going to be under attack any moment here. What's he do uh, you know have a stroke the minute the fly and uh he turned out to be the savior of uh human freedom <laughs> i mean so was he too old no is zuckerberg too young no yes they, exactly they both had they both able to do what fell at the intersection of their brilliance and passion at the right time in their lives uh, i mean adam i'll give you a perfect example uh my longest client have been with me the longest uh, i started with him when i consulting with him when i was 20 24 years old around that okay he, he, he's for 24 25 he's been with me like nine eight nine years okay eight nine years and he he, he owns one of the largest like digital marketing firms in the audiologist niche okay think for all these times he i was talking with him i guys talked to him on a weekly basis right the other day we were talking you know dan I'm like, in two years, I'll be 65. It's like, wow. <laughs> you know, you're almost twice my age. <laughs> you're almost twice my age, and yet I've been consulting with you for like almost nine years. That's incredible. Truly, truly incredible. And that's why it's nothing to do with that. There's something that you can offer, there's value that you can offer. It has nothing to do with, with, with the age. It has nothing to do with that. And you have a, and he's actually he used to be a a marketing consultant to Fortune 500 companies before he started his own thing. 
So it's like, but you might think, well, what right do I have? What credentials do I have as a 20-somewhat years old to be a consultant, a mentor to someone who consults for Fortune 500 companies? Well, there's some value, some unique, that, something unique about you that you can bring to the table that you can offer. So don't, do not let, I, see, the good thing about me, I'm like, I'm almost too naive and, and to, to think of otherwise. I didn't know you couldn't do it. I didn't know you're right. not supposed to be a consultant in, in, in early 20s. I didn't know if I'm too young, I gotta consult with someone that's twice as my age. I, I just don't have that in me, right? I just kind of do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you have some people um, in the world who are um, so afraid of making a mistake in the first place or they're once bitten and they're perpetually shy. And then you have other folks who seem to just bounce from one mistake to the next or bounce from a, a mistake to a smashing success who just keep going like meteors. They take hits on yeah. an annual basis it will be enough to knock 20 people, and they just keep going. That's because it. they lack that gene that says that, well, if you failed, you're supposed to be nervous. You're supposed to be worried about this. You're supposed to be humble. You're supposed to pull back. You're supposed to consolidate, play a smaller game. That just doesn't exist for them. Uh, these, are, these, are the type, these are the types of folks who um, could, uh, say, for instance, uh, own, a, uh, you know, own a football team, and then the football team goes bankrupt, and they say, Okay, cool. I own an airline now. Uh, it's like it doesn't phase one bit that they just failed spectacularly. They're just going to do something else. If you could take a little bit of that and spread that out over everybody who needs it, it would be the right amount for everybody to uh, have a successful life. Absolutely, and they don't. They don't take. We don't. We don't take failures personally. It's just an incident, and we learn from that. That's what we're saying here. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so from your experience, and you know, we have about uh, we have about 17 minutes here, and we are just rolling along. I'm loving this. Um, what is the most effective way to attract high clients? You know, we've spoken um, a little bit about. Uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the closing as well. Uh, we've talked about you know how you got into ticket selling, why people undercharge, some of the psychological factors, the projection, which is something new to me. But uh, how do you um, how do you attract those high-end clients in the first place? I think, first of all, it's not so much uh, – because uh, now uh, here's a problem. Like we every There's so many vendors and service providers and software and, and all these things selling to coaches and consultants. I mean, you, you turn on your – you log into your Facebook. I mean, Jesus, right? I mean, you, it, it uh-huh. just got – everybody's trying to get some money from coaches and consultants, right? Uh, first yeah. of all, you've got to look at all that stuff. Uh, this guy's promising you they could get clients for you through PR. That guy's promising, you know, hey, you know, you should do a podcast. And that guy's saying, hey, you should do a live event. And that guy's saying you should run Facebook ad and and do a webinar. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? And then you say, oh, and you're, yeah. you're totally confused and which one works and which one doesn't. I'm saying that's not the point. Because you have people, you have coaches, consultants that are making a lot of money, getting a lot of good leads through Facebook. And yet you have coaches and consultants who lose their shirts running Facebook ads. Right. It's not Facebook. Facebook ads never worked out for me. Yeah, it never worked out for me personally. I've tried it several times, and I'm at a point right now where if I were to ever delve into that again, 
It'd yeah. be because I heard somebody else to do it for me, and I would be counting on them, whether they were 61 years old or 21 years old, for all I care, as long as they can make my ad investment and turn the leads and clients for me. Yes, yes. And, and they, they, that's why they missed the whole point. If they focus on the tactic, the tactic could right. work or succeed or fail, but they miss the most important ingredient, and that's what's behind the tactic. Yeah, Here, here's what I tactic. like to say when somebody – Here's what I like to say when somebody says you need to or you have to. Like I've been told over the years that I need to do talking head videos, uh, like you know, like get on Facebook Lives and and you know walk down the street while holding my camera up to my face. Mm-hmm. I have made it clear, and I've said this on the business radio show before. If you ever see me doing a live or even a recorded video where I'm putting my smartphone up to my face while I'm walking down the street, my permission and my blessing to step right up to me and shoot me through the head mm. because I will not do that. Yeah. Uh, it just, it just, the, I mean, I see people killing it doing that. They're doing awesome with it. They're growing their businesses, getting all the clients they want, leaving happy, fulfilled lives. Good for them. That tactic works for them. I have other ways of accomplishing the same thing that don't involve me having to point a camera at myself because I yeah. just don't want – I'm not focused on the tactic. I'm focused on the result. Uh, some it. people are talking videos. I have other things. Goals the results, not how you do it. So it, it goes back to as a coach and consultant. You, you, mean, you said it perfectly, Adam. It's, it's knowing your natural talents and your, your strengths. And you want to build on that. Like, you have, you mean, obviously, you're awesome at podcasts. Just your voice, projection, questions. I mean, that's, it comes natural for you. On the other hand, for some people, they might be, maybe, they be terrified to do this, right? What's natural, easy right. to you is hard for others. On the other hand, there's some people, maybe they're very good with blogging, that they're very good writers. Well, do that. What I'm saying is knowing what you are good at, and you pick one. That one channel. My model is very simple. I teach all my students. One channel. You master that one channel. Drive them to one, not ten, one offer, one funnel. From that one funnel, one phone call. Because when you want to sell high ticket, you got to get them on the phone. Because you have to get personal. You have right. to find all their needs. One phone call, one call. And then you sell them. And then you have one front-end offer. And you have one back-end offer. That's my entire business model. I'll give you a perfect example to kind of, kind of hit, hit, bring this home, okay? I just right. got a phone like the other day with a, a very well-known like, internet marketing guru. Very well-known. I'm not going to name any names, but very well-known, okay? And we, we were just talking about our business accomplishments. And kind of like two buddies just catching up, right, in, in last year. Now, here's the thing, Adam. Now, this well-known internet marketing guru friend, he has over 100,000 subscribers on his list. He has over 7,000 paying customers from like trial offers and low-ticket offers and membership site recurring, everything. He has nine sales right. funnels. He has four webinars running. He has 20, 28 different Facebook ads all running at the same time. He sends out a daily email to his list. I mean, he's spending a lot of time, effort, developing leads and trying to convert them and this and that. He has over 20 independent contractors working on his stuff. He works about 10 to 12 hours a day. Six and a half days a week. It takes about half a day off on Sunday because he goes to church. And he's already oh, planning for, for the next. 
it does about three product launches a, a year. And so, you know, getting affiliates on board and all these things, here's the thing. Him and I, we both generated more than seven figure in revenue from our consulting coaching business last year. Yet his business, his quote-unquote successful business, generated only 10K, listen, 10K more net net profits than my little part-time high-ticket business. I only have 47 clients and members. See, that's, and remember me saying at the beginning of your interview, and I cited Armin Warren, uh, AM2 is an example of a very, small company that serves a very broad range of people with a very tightly knit, closely held staff that works at efficiency and does require you to have like, you know, 25 little robots and, and things like that. And yes. it's a model optimized that serves the maximum amount of people with on a physical effort. See, that's yes. a green business. Right? That's a sim- it's a simple business. I mean, is there a difference in terms of infrastructure between my business that is serving 47 people versus that's serving 7,000 people, right? I don't, I don't have all these, like, right? you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I feel bad because I barely email my list, right? right? He spends 90% right. of his time promoting, selling, doing the next product launch, creating the next product and all this stuff. In the meantime, I spend 90% of my time just serving. Right, and so, you know, and so, and that's and that's what I'm working towards in my business. Yeah, and, and I don't mind like I don't I don't mind uh, okay I don't mind sharing numbers because I usually don't talk numbers, but I don't mind sharing numbers. So right. 47 people, right? So 35 yeah. members, uh, 35 members in my high-level mastermind, Deadlock Inner Circle, which is all online. You know exactly who my members are, um, Deadlock Inner Circle. Oh yeah. So at 24k a year, that's 24k a year, 35 members. That's one pro. Yep. That's my front-end program, right? I talk about right. two offers. Front end, my back end, one on one, I charge on average a hundred K a year. I have twelve clients as I share with you. That's all I got. Yeah. That's and, all I got. That's those, all I have. And that, yeah, and you said you said thirty five clients who pay twenty four thousand a year, yeah. which is two grand a month, which is I mean I I am personally familiar with a half dozen X programs that charge more than two thousand a month. I mean, that's nothing. That's pocket change. Uh, yeah. You know, one of my mentors charges forty-seven thousand dollars a year for his VIP program, and it's a great exactly. program. Uh, exactly. But so, so let's do that math because you know I, I like my calculator. Thirty-five mm-hmm. times twenty-four thousand is eight hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that seventy percent of the people uh, who are either listening to this live or will be listening on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else we appear, we content for with a third of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't – which means they would need um, since a third of 35 is uh, like 11, 11 mm-hmm. clients, 24,000 a year, mm-hmm. make their life. Yeah. Like, and, and that's and that the difference is not hard. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. Here's one one more thing. Out of that, so uh, and, and so they say one on one client. Just do the numbers, right? One on one client, hundred k. It's rough about two million dollars together. Okay, so right. two mil. But I, what I do once a month, I do my mastermind meeting. I do once a month. 
I do it very, I run my mastermind group very differently. We can dive into that if you want to, just the logistics of it. Sure. But I run my group totally different from every other videos. Um, but here's the kicker. Look at all the mastermind group. My people, most of them, have been with me one year to as long as three years in my mastermind group. Three years yeah. in mastermind group. Uh, and so my retention is 80% or more. Actually, it's like, if, precisely, it's like 83%. But let's say 80% or more. Right. Round it up. I mean, that's, that's why I don't, I don't need to go and, and look and, and hunt for the next clients. I don't, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't need to do that. I'm just focusing on, on nurturing the people that I have and helping them grow. And, and that's why we have this long-term right. relationship. They're like, I call them they're my, my family. They are my family. Uh, we spend a lot of yeah. time together. We do business together. We partner on projects together. Uh, and that's right. my model. And that just and, and nothing wrong with that. It just not a people. My friend is also very successful. He's got the part of launch and speaking and traveling around, doing all that. That's all great. I'm just saying that's not for me. Right, exactly. Like I have to have conversations with people who are um, who style themselves nomads and live in 14 countries a year. And Dan, I'm going to tell you, you know what I really want to do is I want to travel once in a while, but uh, I'm more interested in hanging out here with my cats. So the yes. whole digital nomad thing is not going to for me. Uh, the occasional travel, yeah. Uh, the idea that I can choose where I work that particular day, I can pick my laptop up, go to some other place right here in Las Vegas, sure, absolutely. But yes. uh, the idea of uh, not grounded, she thought about doing it. I looked into what it would be like and what my lifestyle would be like, and the deal breaker was I wouldn't have my cats. And uh, they're my babies. I'll never give them up. So there's a cat. So that and uh, my cat, one of them, uh, Stella, is uh, laying on her uh, little cat bed, which is actually a garbage bag filled with sugar confetti. Uh, you know, you play them cat treats. They want a garbage bag full of sugar confetti. You give them what they want, right? And isn't yeah. that kind of it's like with, the, with affluent buyers? It's really kind of a matter of uh, give them what they want. they clear in what they want. They have goals. They they have researched you. They know who you are. It's yes. just your delivery. I mean, that to me is a, easier than haggling over a, a $2,400 project. And then on the project, uh, they want to complain to try and get free stuff out of you. Yeah, and, and it's all about uh, totally. I, mean, I think you, you hit, it, hit it. You said it perfectly. It's, it's about structuring your consulting and business, your consulting business that serves you. So you're not a slave to your business. Like you said, if you want to travel a bit, hey, you know what? If I want to travel a little bit, I, maybe I do some little consulting gig or with my client or do a speaking gig, and I, I stay a couple of days extra, vacation with my family, awesome. Do that. I do that all the sounds time. Sounds good. That sounds that's, good. That's my, that's uh, and, and with me, like I have a few rules, policies. Everybody knows who works with me, right? I don't do business meetings yeah. outside of my house. Everybody comes to me. I don't care if the guy's a billionaire. He comes to me. I don't. Right. I don't do business lunch. I don't do any of that stuff. That's number one, right? Yeah, I, so, I, don't, I don't meet coffee. It doesn't happen. Yeah, it does not happen. So, like right now, I'm doing my interview, like in my office. Um, so with my home, actually, if you type in like Dan Lock Home, you can see how I structure my business. I have a massage chair, um, like massage chair. So, so sometimes when I'm doing consulting call, I'm getting a massage, right? <laughs> you know, at the same I, time, right? I've got a basement yeah. where I have a, a gym. That's where I work out. So. Here I have a theater, home theater. So I have like a this. I this is a place, my home, is where I work, where I play, where I exercise. Clients come over, I meet, 
yeah. my life it's very very it's it's simple but it's around uh, evolves around what i do right what i want to do right versus do i go to meet with this client what about the, I, I just you don't need to, i'm saying it's possible that's what i'm saying it's not going to be overnight yeah. but it's possible uh-huh i just want to say to our listeners that um if you do do a google search on dan lock lok home uh you will find eight minute youtube video of Dan's home. I'm going to yeah. watch this myself. So you yeah. can see it for yourself. And uh, when I, the same Google search was all interesting to me is it's uh, very high in the search. I come across a, uh, a page. I have, to, I have to open this up and see what it is. I don't know if it's a podcast interview or whatever it is. But it, it looks be. like uh, you've had some – oh, it's, it's, your, it's one of your mentors, Dan yes. Kenya, the $50 billion man. Now, that's a guy I like. Yes. Yes, and Dan's been my mentor for like again nine, probably eight, nine years, wow. now, a long time. Yeah, and I'm the yeah, only I mean, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I'm the only one that has all his like you know information on on my website. I mean, I, I'm grateful, and I've had I'm honored that he has me you know, my picture in his castle, the the wall of wall of fame. You can see my my photo on there and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I, I'm 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 grateful. Oh yes, yes, I'm on the page now. You're you're on the wall of fame, which means you're there with Jesus Christ and President. Trump. <laughs> that's 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 I've, that's, I've, that's I've, too I've kind. Watched, I've watched I've watched some of his videos. I mean, you yes. he puts out complete videos of his seminar, and he yes. talks about the wall the hall, the wall the wall of fame. And then, isn't there also a wall of shame? Like people yes, really yes, right next up? to this wall of yeah. shame and this wall of and like on the wall of fame, you see my photo. And, but you also see it like a, a painting, like a Chinese drawing. That's my birthday gift that I sent to sent to Dan. It's basically quantum leap in Chinese that you can see that on the wall as well. Nice. Well, you know what, Dan? We're right at the top of the hour here. We have like two minutes left. So this, I think, is a good place to break off because it's given people a vision of what this can be like. So if they want to explore further, um, how do they connect with you and how do you start business creators? Hmm. Uh, two things they could do. I would recommend go to my YouTube channel. They can type in Dan Lock, subscribe to that. There's, I mean, I have hundreds of videos on there, uh, and I post a lot of stuff on there. Uh, that's first thing. Second, if they want to, uh, I hang out a bit, quite uh, quite a bit in my Facebook group. So if they want to go to High Ticket, HighTicketGroup.com, it will redirect them to my for my private Facebook group, just strictly for consultants and coaches. So I hang out there quite a bit as well. Oh great! Uh, awesome, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, I might have to I might have to check out that group myself. I'm looking at it. High ticket, um, I think it said highticketconsulting.com. Uh, Was that the domain? Uh, highticketgroup.com. Highticketgroup.com. Yeah, I'm seeing some looking at uh, it's it's a closed group, so you have to request to join. But Correct. I'm just seeing some of the other members of the show. I know a few of these people. I might have to might have to pop in there myself if you'll, if you'll allow me. Oh yeah, definitely do that. Hundred percent. Okay. Great, great. So, uh, so Dan Locke, I want to thank you so much for taking time out uh, to hang out here in the Business Creators Review Show. It's been an honor and an education. Thank you, Adam. It's been an honor. It's, I love your questions. It's can sense your passion. And I hope the listeners, they, they get something out of it and just take action, just make some changes to the business. And I think, they, I think they'll be happy with the results. Absolutely. For everybody listening, this is Adam Homie, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. Till next time.
Have a great day. Take care.